a few days later, I sat down with him and his family and asked him, what is your what is your business's spiritual calling? He didn't miss a beat. He shared very matter-of-factly, yet still deeply, I am to bring one million people to the Lord in my lifetime through funding the kingdom. I've started several businesses and am using the revenue from them to create momentum for churches, media, and crusades. What is your greatest passion in this, I ask? I love my children so much, he said. I would hate it if they were dying and no one helped them. I want to help the children of this world connect to God. He was extremely passionate. Then I asked, what is your biggest roadblock right now? He explained that he was having issues with his partners that he had gone into business with, but didn't mention anything specific. He seemed to be holding all of his cards tightly. What could bring a breakthrough with these partners, I asked. Only a miracle, he said, looking defeated. Do you believe in miracles, I asked. Yes, he said, sounding annoyed. Let's ask God what it would take to make that miracle happen. We sat together for a while listening. He didn't really know why we were listening, but I was waiting for our friend uh, and witness the Holy Spirit to show us. He didn't hear anything, but I sure did. I heard the Holy Spirit whisper, this man's partners brought false accusations against him in 2006. This man's um, and his partner's greed has trapped them in a lawsuit together. They have frozen his assets and, I, and, and have paid bribes to some government officials. If he, if he forgives them and commits to me that he won't return to the easy route with shady partners who are quick to finance, I will resolve everything within a month. Then I heard the other party did everything they had, they had accused the man of doing. To engage uh. these lawsuits and trials any longer would take time away from him and his family. Mm. I even knew the type of business and some details that were court secrets to the case. I wanted to share these things with him. I told him I'm having a spiritual moment. Do you mind if I share something with you that God has just showed me? He smiled and clearly didn't know what to think about all of it, but he was open. I think he thought I was going to pray or something. Yes, of course, <laughs> he replied. I share with him everything God's spirit has showed me. Instead of being relieved or happy, he stormed out of the room angry. I looked at his wife, his adult kids, and our pastor friend who had brought me there. Everyone just ate in silence for a while. I didn't know what I should do. A while later, he came back. What you told me just now, no one knows, he said. You either work for someone, you are a diviner, or you have heard from God. The details you gave me are all secret. If God is going to resolve these issues and vindicate me, it means I will inherit a lot of money again and, I, and that these men will go to jail. I don't know what to think. I don't want to forgive them. But I do agree that I made a huge mistake in partnering with them. I was just so desperate. I have committed to never again going to business with anyone like that. Mm. Then I looked at him and said, if I was an investigator, I wouldn't be trying to lead you through forgiveness. Mm. If I was a diviner, 
I would want money. Mm. It would not be using scripture in connection to Jesus as my whole theological base. I'm just telling you what God showed me. Right. Let's ask God one more thing. What he asked. I pray, God, will you help me to forgive them as I choose to forgive them? He received the prayer, and I can uh, tell he barely meant it. But God took that barely and worked forgiveness into his heart. What if God wants to do something to turn this around, I asked. Is that what you want? Of course it is, he said. Now, but it has been an eight-year legal battle, which has frozen most of our assets. I shared with him that what God had told me. Uh, I'll be done by, by, it'll be done by next month. Mm. I knew he didn't believe me, although he didn't say it. He didn't know what to think. He was definitely judgmental towards what um, I termed spiritual consulting. We left and did our event at the church and went home. I can't say it was a happy ending or farewell. We just kind of left. Fast forward a month when I picked up the phone and heard the voice of this business elder. I can't believe it, he said. My old partners were found to be corrupt in two other businesses they own. The newspapers even reported it. And one of the local headlines said, read, what is done in secret will not stay secret. Mm. And in the same article, my name was cleared. My whole company was turned back over to me and they were completely shut down. I inherited all of their shares, double what I had. I can't believe that one night of prayer did this. It was exactly what you said. That day, he and I began an ongoing relationship that has been extremely fruitful. Now, that, that is an amazing example of the word of knowledge. And again, if you're just, if you're just coming on, uh, this is our, our, I believe it's the eighth day or ninth day of the word of knowledge challenge. I'm reading from the book. Uh, God's secrets, a, a life filled with words of knowledge. And um, that is an example of a word of knowledge coming to a businessman, not in a church service, not in a prayer line, uh, not when someone's ministering, but a, a word of knowledge that caused uh, a breakthrough in this man's business. There may be people watching today that are, are involved in lawsuits or involved and lawsuits against them or involved in trying to recover um, money or land or something has been done to them that is illegal and they don't know how to break out of it. Well, a word of knowledge uh, along with prophecy can unlock and break things open and cause justice uh, to be released. So uh, I want I want those that are watching to know that this gift is an amazing gift. And it can cover all kinds of areas of your life. Mm -hmm. um, I know, Tamara, you deal with dreams and visions, but you also minister. And so I wanted you to share uh, some things about the word of knowledge. First of all, how you began to move in this, your development of it, when it began to happen, maybe your struggles with it, how you overcame the challenges of moving in it. And then, of course, talk about some of the um, things that has happened in your ministry, your life, where the word of knowledge is manifest and you've, you've seen breakthroughs and miracles. So let, let's begin by talking about your beginning and your development uh, in this particular gift. Uh, so word 
of knowledge. Um, I don't even know if I'm sure what it was called at first. <laughs> when I first started doing it, I just kind of knew to know certain things. And um, at first, I was really kind of scared to step out on it. One, probably for me, for the most part, is because a lot of people, I, I grew up in the church I grew up in, that was not something that people did, right? So it was more for me kind of sitting there and saying, I, and knowing something about a person as far as word of knowledge was going to be concerned, not wanting to say it. Uh, because people weren't doing that, right? <laughs> people weren't doing it. Not to, it kind of makes you a little nervous to know that if I go and tell somebody something, if I'm wrong. So I kind of had a lot of fears anyways. I was kind of a fearful child, a fearful kid. And so even though I would know, so when it first started showing up in my life, it showed up for me. For example, I would just know things were going to happen. The first thing I can really remember that really was a uh, kind of thing, me knowing certain things were going to happen was that my mom was in a car accident. I literally knew she had just gotten in a car accident. I walked to the room and I told my dad, I said, mom's been in a car accident. And um, she wasn't there. She had went to work, so she wasn't home. I got up out of bed. I walked to the room. I said, mom's been in a car accident. A few minutes later, the phone rang, and it was a police call and said my mother got into a car accident. So I would know certain things, right? And I know some of them is like word of wisdom, word of knowledge, word of prophecy. But in this particular case, I would know. And I always kind of knew. I just never said it, never said that on it because, like I said, for me, and especially in my kind of church I grew up in, it was more, not really necessarily, I should say taboo, but it wasn't done. So as I got older, we changed churches. Um, we went to a church that a little more works in prophecy a little more. And so as we got to go to the churches, people kind of stepped out more, right? People stepped out more in their gifts and callings. Um, but still, for me, I was still kind of nervous about it. I think that when you know certain things or God showed you certain things, the people aren't always ready to receive what you're going to say. It could be a problem. I, mean, I remember walking up to people and telling them <laughs> about what God showed me about them, and they freak out um, or they deny it. Some people just simply flat out deny what you say. You feel like, oh, I didn't, I didn't know that. But it wouldn't be until later that someone will walk up to me and say, you know you were absolutely right. So when people, like, deny stuff to you, it's hard. So I was kind of kind of would go back into my show and just say, well, maybe I didn't know it, right. you know. So, so you know, because people, when you have about them, they won't always admit it, admit it readily to you. They can say in their very blank face, or they won't say that it's true. Um, they don't think you're supposed to know that, you know. So for a while for me, it was kind of a back and forth, like, should I go out and say it? But the Lord would just keep nudging me. He would keep nudging me um, to kind of step out and say the things that he was showing. I would literally be sitting there, and I could sometimes scan a room, and the Lord would tell me certain things uh -huh. about people. So the way that kind of that would that kind of worked for me, but eventually, um, as I kind of began, I get a little older, get a little stronger. Kind of God kind of took me through His own kind of my own spiritual walk. I began to look more comfortable. Um, I wasn't ministering consistently like that, so I would go to just my friends, you know, just my friends talking to people, just kind of like you know, I feel like this, or I feel like you know, God showed me this about you. Um, you know, you can get through this if you do. Praise God. Good morning, good morning, good morning, family. Um, this is Dr. D in the house with the boom factor, and I am um, just getting up in the office, and I had um, blessed my office, say good morning, thank God for the angels to watch over it while I was away and sleep, and um, turn on TV to uh, TBN where Joe Osteen is bringing the word. And just hypothetically, I just picked up my phone, and um, my my sister was in my spirit, 
and to check on her because I'm praying for a miracle of healing for her. And this alert was on my phone with John Eckhart, Eckhart Hart. He's an awesome man of God that has a lot of material on Amazon about prayer, um, being delivered, um, deliverance from demons, and uh, a lot of things that is going on that you see on television, you guys. It's real to a certain extent. Um, let me see the best way I can put it. The demonic activity that's going on in this world, in a nation today, is real. However, it's not as powerful as God. If you don't have God and the authority of Jesus Christ behind you, living inside of you, and you living for him daily, no, by yourself, in your own flesh, you're no match to it. And a lot of things happen to us that I'm going to touch on in the upcoming months. A lot of things that I'm going to begin to um, share with with the the platforms that God has graced me to be on to enlighten you guys. Um, you, yourself, you probably know someone, your family members, your co-workers, your, your, your business clients. You're going to come in contact with many different uh, atmospheres. <laughs> That's the best way I can put it. Different atmosphere that will um, cause you to sit back and say, whoa, something, I feel something here. What's going on? The energy going to be shifted. You're going to feel that negativism. You're going to feel that darkness. And and they're talking about knowing a word of knowledge. Now, that's just like a part series that they're doing. So you can always go on his website. Uh, let me see. It's um, Apostle John Eckhart. E-C-K-H-A-R-D-T. You can go to his website.com or you can Google, go on Amazon, pull up his materials and read his books, man. he He's on Kindle. He's on, even on Audible, you know, to get this information because a lot of times if we have someone that's in our life that's prophetic and word of knowledge, that's one of the the the, the gifts of the spirit, meaning the power gifts. And um, to operate in that, you really, it's really, really, um, we all have it. We all have it in us. It depends on how you use it. Some use it um, demonically and some is being used spiritually. But I've noticed spiritually, a lot of church folks, they really like, they don't want to deal with it. They just want to like live their little life and get to heaven and buy and buy in the sky. And it's a fight out here, and Jesus said himself, it's expedient that I go, but once I go, I will send you a comforter. I'm going to send you some help to live in this earth to fulfill what I have put in your heart to fulfill. And I believe that if we begin to understand better about what Jesus said and not what the man behind the pulpit said, because they're only going to give you a little bit at a time. They're only going to give you at that moment what they feel that the 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 members should hear. But but I've been in church, the church scene for over thirty years now, and I'm telling you, the 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 state of the people mindsets it's just it's just like melting ice. It's like you come in there frozen, and you just you just like melting away. You, no growth, no difference, no change. Matter of fact, to me, I feel when people go to church and come out, they get worse. Why is that? 
is because they have other things that are happening behind the scenes that are not being really taught that you have to go and fight this spiritual warfare. Why do you think the Word of God tells us that our fight are not carnal, but they're mighty to the pulling down of strongholds? And we got to put every thought, every imagination that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. we got to bring that into captivity. Okay, so Dr. D, what are you saying? I, what is this? Wow, you just come straight hard this morning. What activity, what strongholds I got to bring down? What I have to capture? What are you talking about? I'm talking about understanding the spiritual world. It is a spiritual world out there. And so with not only him, I can even say, because I follow him, I operate in the world of knowledge. Sometimes you can hear, sometimes I'm be talking, and all of a sudden God will give me something for somebody. I don't know who's going to be listening um, to my uh, my show, but eventually it's for somebody, for the Spirit of the Lord, to have that come out of my mouth. And then he comes with details. Sometimes he give me numbers. Sometimes he give me the, the person who's a man or a woman. He gives me the situation. And like, like um, he was saying that he was reading a testimony that um, this businessman was going through all of this stuff and the reason why he ran out the room because nobody didn't know that information but him and he thought that he was a, a detective or he was another person that was trying to trap him and he was saying how he just was caught up into this thing for almost eight years held up his business for eight years because of his foolishness of his partners and that's another thing you got to be careful who you partner with i always tell people go ahead and start start slow don't despise small beginnings. Take your time and build your business yourself. And as it grows, then you begin to invite or join with other individuals. I just say network. I'm sorry. Um, and I've tried to hire people to help me work in my business. Uh, I have part-time workers. Uh, I get volunteers. And it just, you know, they don't stay. You know why? Because the Holy Ghost is in this office. And I'm not doing nothing crooked. I'm not being deceptive to my, my clients. I'm going to tell you straight up. I'm not going to play patty cake. It's not enough money that a person can throw on my desk and say, look, I need you to fix this here. That's just how much I'm going to pay you. And I'm saying that because that really happened to me. It happens to me uh, probably almost twice every year. Somebody think they can just throw money at me that I can just fix their books. And No, 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 no. I'm building a supernatural Christian kingdom business and I am not allowing the enemy to come in and know I'm protecting this like a baby because the Lord told me if I do it the way he told me to do it don't worry about how slow it's growing it's growing I can tell y'all it's growing every year God adds on gradually gradually and I want daddy to do it because I don't want nothing 10 20 years from now coming up to bite me in my butt and everything that I've built it get toned down, taken away from me because of one stupid act. Because of one stupid act of greed. Or I let somebody come in to try to puff me up. Oh, we can do this and we can do that. Oh, we can make your business better. We can grow your business in one month. You know, you'll be a multi-millionaire. No, no, because it's a price to pay, y'all. So it's always good to stay connected. You know, stay in godly counsel. You know, where, where uh, there is safety in a multitude of counsels. That's what Psalm says. Always have somebody in your corner that can speak that prophetic word over you or have some um, prophetic insight about you 
and about your business, about your endeavors, whatever you're doing in life, always have that person you can trust that you can talk to, vent, you know what I'm saying? Anchor is an awesome platform, man. We all be venting on here. And I'm telling you, if if as we go about, if they do have prophetic people out there that have a platform on Anchor or any other the, the podcast that I'm a part of, Apple and Google and um, uh, Play Store, Radio Public, anybody that, that's on these platforms, Facebook, um, if you hear it, and God has given you something. I ain't meaning, I believe, I can discern if it's of God or not. You know, but I hear you out. You know what I'm saying? The Holy Ghost will let me know is to keep it, put it on the shelf, or put it in file 13. All right? But I just want to encourage you all. Um, I just shared that a little bit because maybe somebody needed to hear that. Maybe you are going through a legal issue in your business. Or you have some type of issue that's going on that somebody betrayed you or def- um, that caused you to derail or delay your business efforts. Even in your personal life, somebody that came in and just rushed shot all in it and you entrusted them and it hurt you. It hurt you so bad that you're still trying to find a way to get them back. I want to release you this morning in the name of Jesus to to release that issue. Release that hurt, that betrayal. Okay, release that, release it out of you, commit it, say, God, you know, I can't deal with this no more. I just want to get this off of me. Please take this off of me. I forgive this person. I forgive them, Lord. I release everything that they owe me, what they did to me, the words that they say to me. Anything, you guys, that was negative that, that, that somebody did to you, you release it today in Jesus' name. And forgive them. Now, I know it's not going to feel like it at first, but guess what? As you go about your day, your weeks, your months, your years, you're going to see where God have taken that thing out of you. And and just to show yourself after a couple of months that you want to just test to see if, if, if you have forgiven them, send them a shout out. Send them a text. Call them and leave them a message. Say, hey, I just want to check on you. I want to see how you're doing. I want to let you know that, hey, I forgive you. Please forgive me. I love you in Christ. You know, have an awesome day. Boom. That's all you got to say. And if you can do that, and if you don't feel confident to even leave a message or whatever, you have the address, send them a card. Write a little note. And let it be done with. And keep it moving. And if you can do that, people, you have forgiven them. You are walking in true forgiveness. Without having that little disdain feeling in you, like, <laughs> all right, yeah, right, I'm going to forgive him, okay. Yeah, what's up? I just want to let you know I forgive you later. Bye. You know, you're all cocky and arrogant. Nah, you ain't there yet. You ain't there yet. You're not there yet. I don't care what type of hurt it is. Ladies, I don't care what kind of hurt it is. It hurts, but forgive them. Men, forgive them. Whatever happened this day, this Monday, this glorious Monday that God has given us an opportunity to see, walk in forgiveness. Walk in forgiveness, y'all. Release, forgive, so you can be renewed and restored. And everything that the enemy have taken away from you, have betrayed you with, everything, whatever you forgave them with, release that as a seed in the atmosphere over and you name it. Oh, I'm going to tell y'all, I'm going to tell y'all something. It works. I've done it numerous of times. The very thing that the enemy used individuals to try to hinder my walk with my business and with my 
ministry and missions, God always restores it back. Come on, Holy Ghost. And I reach out to the person. I be angry. I hurt. I cry. But then I release that to Jesus. And I name my seed. I say, Lord, I release this seed in the atmosphere. And I expect my harvest of righteousness to come back a thousandfold in this area. In my money. In my clients. In my ministry. In my mission. Come on, Holy Ghost. And don't you know he does it all the time? He does it all the time, you guys. So go out this day. I know I shared a lot, but three important things for to, for today for you to ponder on as you go your way. Number one, always have someone in your corner that can speak the word of knowledge in your life. That can be there for you as a friend or whatever that could tell you about the good, the bad, and the ugly that you have to deal with in your life. You always have to have somebody. You got to have somebody to correct you, to keep you accountable, to keep you focused. Because as you see, what's done way back years later, you see how that stuff can come up and creep up on you. It only takes one angry person to stir that pot up to the point to give that person enough confidence and say, you know what, I'm going to tell it. Yeah, if you do it now, you can destroy the person. You can get everything stripped away and everything. We are, and I guarantee y'all with this situation that's going on right now. I'm not taking nobody's side because I, I, can, I can say also, and I'm going to get off this little rant. I can say also that my ex-husband looked like the most innocent, God-fearing, loving man that the whole community loved. But behind closed doors, y'all. This man was the devil to me. I put in a hospital, had black eyes. I have a uh, uh, my jawbone. You know, I believe God is healing my jawbone too, y'all. Because sometimes I feel it shifting, but my jawbone was shifted. Okay, and I didn't realize that till I take X-rays and stuff from overcoming the cancer in two thousand and five. He punched me in my face on my jaw that I could still feel the the bone right. Knock my my teeth. Um, that's why if you smile, hey, I I the doctor already told me I have a beautiful smile. I just gotta get some 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 dental work done, and God's gonna do that. And that's why I smile now. I don't care what people say about my mouth, okay? But I know I'm beautiful in God's eyes. But I know my my image, my face, is a testimony. Six stitches in my head. All right. Always my I mean all kind of things. But oh when we go out in public, hey, y'all a perfect couple. Oh, look how adorable. So perfect. So we don't know what really happened, but I tell you this much. Was ever done in the dark. You better repent and get it right now because the enemy himself going to make sure it's going to come out to the light. You see what I'm saying? And the very thing that you work so hard for, that's still underneath the number one I was saying. Have that person in your corner that can be your 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 guidepost, your lighthouse, your tugboat. Whatever that thing is, they have to keep you steered in the right direction. You have to have that, that somebody. All right? Number two, release. Release individuals that have betrayed you. 
When you release them, and releasing them is forgiving them. Release, forgive and release. A release and forgive. Yeah, release and forgive. Because once you 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 forgive them, you can release them. But then sometimes you have to release it. Say, you know, what? I ain't worrying about it. And then after you say that, then you say, oh, you know what? I need to forgive them. So either way, release and forgive, forgive and release. That's together. And. And number three, expect your harvest, restoration, okay? If you expect God, if you release it to God, expect God to restore you. No vendetta, no getting back, no payback. You know, let's get out this James, this James Brown mold. Payback! Uh-uh. Payback! <laughs> no, 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 no. Let's get out of that mindset. You know, it's a good song. You know, it's the truth. You know, he was singing about what happened to him. You know, that's just how it works sometimes, you know. But um, we we got some things that, some positive things that God wants us to do in this earth. And I'm sure you know you have to do some things in this earth. But in the same token, hey, through us growing, all of us growing in this world, in the things that we are called to do, we're going to encounter a lot of disappointments. It's just it's expected. And, oh, don't talk about if you say that now you're serving God, you have accepted Jesus into your heart as Lord and Savior and Master. Huh, I'm feeling chills right now just mentioning it. When that happens, I'm telling you all, expect the attack. But with the attack, you have those three things that you can always recite. Have someone in your corner that can help gear you and keep you focused with word and knowledge. Word of knowledge. Word of prophecy. You know, just have that godly counsel in your corner. Number two, we forgive and release. Release and forgive. That's the only way this thing going to work for you in your life. And number three, expect restoration. Expect God to renew it. Now, don't be trying to make things happen and saying it is God. No, wait. I say wait upon the Lord. Those that wait patiently upon the Lord, he will renew your strength. Come on, Holy Ghost. That's in Isaiah. I think 54. Wait patiently upon him, okay? And watch God. Oh, my gosh. It's so many things that the Father wants us to Shine like a diamond. He wants us to live the good life. But the enemy also know that too. So he's going to make sure that you're doing everything contrary to what he's telling us in the word. Do your research about stuff. Take your time and grow your business, grow your ministry. Um, just personal goals that you have in your life. Take your time. Don't compare yourself to nobody else in nobody's life. If anybody, compare yourself to the standards of God. Don't compare yourself to your neighbor, your 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 colleague, your friend, your sister, you know, your husband, your wife, your boyfriend, whoever that's close to you. Stop comparing yourself. All right? Well, this is Dr. D with the Boom Factor, and I pray that y'all enjoy this little excerpt. And I'll be chiming in with you later. Y'all enjoy yourself today. God bless you, and I pray a blessing over everybody that you be safe going into this new week. Be safe and sound. Stay on alert. 
Always be kind and gentle to someone. You never know who you may be entertaining. Maybe an angel that God may be testing you before he bless you. Oh, that there it is. God may be testing you before he bless you. Oh, I like that one, Holy Ghost. That was straight from the Lord, y'all. And don't forget, above all, love yourself. Because you can't love me if you don't love yourself. And you can't love yourself if you don't love God. So you have to love God to love yourself. And when you start loving yourself, then you can love me. All right now. This is Dr. D. Peace.